0: was identified as mentally retarded, put back from the fifth grade into the fourth grade, and stayed in that category until I got out of high school. I don't have any college training, but I met a high school teacher who one day changed my life. I was waiting on another student, and when he came in, he said to me, young man, go to the board and write what I'm about to tell you. And I said, I I can't do that, sir. He said, why not? I said, I'm not one of your students. He said, it doesn't matter, follow my directions now. I said, I can't do that, sir. He said, why not? I said, because I'm educable mentally retarded. And he came from behind his desk and he looked at me. He said, don't ever say that again. Someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. And as he talked, my heart began to beat fast. Tears began to run down my eyes and, and I was in the back just listening to him because The speech he was giving, that speech was for me. And he said, Les Brown, he said, if you want to do anything worthwhile in life, you've got to be hungry. I told Mr. Washington I wanted to become a disc jockey. And so I started working to develop myself. He said, I want you to practice every day being a disc jockey. I said, but I don't have any job now. He said, it doesn't matter. He said that it's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than to have an opportunity and not be prepared and as i was working to develop myself i applied for a job as a disc jockey wmb on miami beach i went to a guy named milton butterball i said how you doing mr butterball i like to get a job as a disc jockey he looked at me he said you have any broadcast background i said no sir i don't you have any journalism background i said no sir i don't he said we don't have any jobs available i said yes sir i went back to mr washington and i told him he said don't take it personally." He said, most people are so negative, they will have to say no seven times before they say yes. He said, go back again. So I went back again. I said, how you doing, Mr. Butterball? My name is Les Brown. He said, I know what your name is. What do you want? I said, I'd like to know whether or not you have any jobs at this jockey, sir. He said, didn't I just tell you yesterday we didn't have any jobs? I said, yes, sir. But I know whether or not somebody got laid off or somebody was fired, sir. He said, no one was laid off or fired. Now get on out of here. I came back the next day like I was seeing him for the first time. I said, hello, Mr. Butterball, how are you? He looked at me with rage, he said, go get me some coffee. I said, yes, sir. And I went to get him some coffee. After a while, I would give them lunch and dinner, and I would go in the control rooms and take the disc jockeys, their food, and I would not leave until they would ask me to leave. One Saturday afternoon, while I was at the radio station, a guy named rock was drinking while he was on the air i was the only one there looking at him through the control room windows walking back and forth young ready and hungry pretty soon the phone rang and it was the general manager and i answered the phone i said hello he said less this is mr klein i said i know he said rock can't finish his program i said i know He said, would you call one of the other DJs in? I said, yes, sir. I hung the phone up. I said, now he must be thinking I'm crazy. I called my mom and my girlfriend, Cassandra. I said, y'all turn up the radio and come out on the front porch. I'm about to come on the air. (laughs) I waited for about 20 minutes, and I called him back. I said, Mr. Klein, I can't find nobody. He said, young boy, do you know how to work the controls? I said, yes, sir. He said, go in there and don't say nothing here. I said, yes, sir. I couldn't wait to get behind those controls. I put on an old Stevie Wonder record called Fingertips. I sat down behind that turntable. I said, look out. This is me, LB Triple P. Less Brown, your platter, playing, Papa. There were none before me and there will be none after me. Therefore, that makes me the one and only young and single and love to mingle, certified, bona fide, indubitably qualified to bring you satisfaction. A whole lot of action. Look out, baby. I'm your love, man. I was hungry. you got to be hungry begin to know that you have greatness within you and if just one of you here begin to envision yourselves as being blessed and highly favored to reach your goals if just one of you capture the essence of what that means that you have greatness within you and a responsibility to manifest that greatness that you can make your parents proud you can make your school proud you can touch millions of people's lives and the world will never be the same again because you came this way it was hard ladies and gentlemen coming to speak to people and i was facing financial difficulties in my own life I was behind on my bills and my dreams. And I'm saying to them, you can live your dream. It was hard, ladies and gentlemen. It was very difficult to pick myself up each day, believing that I could do it. There were times that I doubted myself. I used to ask myself, can I do this? And something said within me, you're the one. Don't give up on your dream. By continuing to push forward, by continuing to run toward my dream. That one day, I would have my own talk show. It's a long shot, ladies and gentlemen, from Liberty City an abandoned building on a floor, never knowing my mother or father. It's a long shot being here with you today in this dome in Atlanta. It's a long shot. No college training, labeled, educable, mentally retarded, but I kept running toward my dream. Don't stop! Don't stop running toward your dream!